0: Welcome to our (laughs) reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are, because tonight we are going over the first live, well, not so live, eviction of Big Brother 22 or Big Brother All-Stars. We had Miss Keisha go home on a 13-0 vote. First vote... First unanimous vote. And then we had an HOH competition that came down to an old school winner. Maybe not the old school winner that everyone wanted to win this HOH competition, but an old school <laughs> winner nonetheless. But we're going to get into all of it, including uh, every little bit on this live eviction episode and what this current Memphis Garrett HOH reign might mean you know, coming up in the next couple of days. And I think the biggest news of all, out of all of this, everyone, Roxy, Daniel, I don't know if you're ready for the stat, but Christmas, Christmas Abbott has finally entered the DR and is now officially in the Big Brother All-Star DR canon. Uh, it's been an ongoing joke in the first couple of episodes, or the first few episodes that Christmas has not been in the DR. But tonight, she ends that streak, and we're so proud of her. Um, anyway, if this is your first time here on this channel and you want to subscribe, that would really be helpful. We've got the chat open. If you want to say anything, speak your mind. But you can also tweet at us if you want to probably get a better attention of me because I have Twitter right in front of me. Uh, but also... Uh, if you want to like this video, that would help us out a ton. If you want to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, because uh, you're tired of looking at our faces, we're also there, and we're also on every single other podcast <laughs> I mean, They they can be Roxy. Don't make that face at me. Any other podcast platform, we're also there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anything else is probably in that text scrolling at the bottom. If you want to catch that, um, yeah. My name is Barrett. Joining me as always is the lovely Roxy Hoffman and Daniel Icon Brown. Eight days. We've made it eight days so far, and I think we've done what? This is our sixth sixth podcast in eight days or something like that, which is probably a new record for us. <laughs> like 600 yeah, in eight days. Yeah, six, or 600. Mm-hmm. They're two, same number pretty much. Uh, right. But we've made it, and I just have to ask you guys, how are we feeling after this first live eviction? Oh, well, not live. I guess that's a good point we can start out with. It was not live, uh, which that, that was a big thing because if you're on Twitter... In the Twitter sphere, in the BB fandom Twitter sphere, which I mean, I commend you for. That's a tough. That's a tough fandom to be in on Twitter. Um, we had a little Ugh. bit of spoilers before the episode even started, and we didn't really know those were going to be the spoilers until we realized that the person posting those spoilers had the boot order correct. Um, obviously, a thirteen to zero vote on Keisha, and then told us that Memphis was going to win the Hoh in a six in, in six questions. Oh, well, uh, I didn't
1: know that. Did you tell me that when you were here today?
0: No, what, what, uh, why would it live. no Roxy? They didn't yeah. we didn't I wasn't I was at your house like way before the episode even started recording. Oh uh, I, uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know about time zones, so <laughs> frames.
0: Well wow. I uh, don't
1: even know what time you were actually here. just know you were here.
0: I was here I was there at some point during the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Roxy called me. Uh I may or may not have been woken up at twelve thirty by a Roxy <laughs> call saying that I needed to come help her move a couch. Uh no.
1: Yeah, I threw away my furniture out of the living room today. Threw it all away.
0: <laughs> oh my god, cool <laughs> uh, going back, going back to Big Brother. Before I forget, that that's what we talk about on this show. Uh, how are we feeling about this first eviction? What are your initial thoughts? Roxy, I'll come to you first.
1: I mean, it's bitter, bitter. I was gonna say bittersweet, but it's not. It's bitter, bitter because I didn't want either to go. And I, I felt so sad for Keisha, especially when she was sitting out there watching um, the videos in her mask, which I don't understand. She was quarantined.
2: Yeah, that, that's that's
0: that's an ongoing thing. It's like, is that just to to save face? Is that just to make sure they have a good look? Because I mean, Julie's doesn't have a mask, and, and she's not. Then...
1: Right. Yeah, I don't. Quarantined <laughs> so. and
3: they're like 12 feet away
1: (laughs) i don't know what the guidelines are where they're at so okay we'll go with that (laughs) but i just felt so bad for her and i think she was i mean obviously she was so hurt that the people that she thought would at least come and be honest with her didn't or that she had told her that they would. And I don't know, that made me sad. And, and I know Kevin, you know, he is happy, but he also, he was also happy, sad. It was just happy, sad. That's my thought. It's happy, sad.
0: (laughs) Okay. uh, We move on from happy, sad.
3: Daniel, are you also happy, sad? Or are you just sad? I'm just sad, sad. Like, I'm so sad that Keisha's gone. And it's just sad because she comes from like a different era of Big Brother, where, in my opinion, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but people were more upfront and less like lied to them all day. But right before the vote, I could be wrong. I don't know life feeds back in the day, but that's just the vibe that I got. People were more upfront about where their votes were going, especially in her season. So um, it's just kind of I think she got um, whiplashed going from like one extreme to the other. So it's just sad. We've talked about this. It's crazy,
1: week. though. Like, you know how Keisha said um, in her exit interview that, which, again, wrong read on the house, that it was just too early for people to play and that they people were lying low. That's not true, first of all. and mm-hmm. But second of all, why she comes from a season or a time frame, an era, if you will, and Daniel... I'm gonna reference season eleven right now, and I just want you to know that those
3: uh, are
0: right
1: next to each other. Yeah. They're so
0: close, it's crazy.
1: They're very close. Very close. Um, I saw earlier where Casey Turner, Mr. Banana himself, Donkey Banana, um, he, <laughs> he had posted, yeah, the original. He I love him though. Like, he's one of my favorite people, like just in life. And um I love him. He's so nice. Um, he uh, posted earlier, though, like in his season, season 11, that the first vote was 6-5. They they had a split vote, the first mm-hmm. vote. This whole house thing is so weird. But anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That was if, That's an interesting
0: stat that's not at the top of my head of how many of the first week votes have been closer to being split. I know eleven. you got 11. I know 15 just off the top of my head was one. 16 wasn't. 17 30. wasn't.
3: 13 thirteen zero is that? Like the biggest landslide ever?
0: Uh, no, it wasn't Joey Van Pelt. Also thirteen zero. Jace also might have been thirteen zero.
3: Jace was not. Audrey threw apparently a vote. Okay, and
0: so did Austin. <laughs> I don't know. I would need. I would need like the Big Brother Encyclopedia right now. But I'm not. I don't have that at my disposable. Uh, disposable. Maybe I, Joey. I, I, my disposable. That's not the right thing to say. Uh, but people in chat can probably help me out. In about 30 seconds when the delay doesn't hit. Uh, But like, yeah, Keisha did a horrible job at campaigning this week. I think we've talked about that extensively, especially last night. And I will say for the last day or so was definitely her most solid form of campaigning. If she had done that for the three days prior, I think she would have had a way better chance. And those points of Kevin being this, you know, manipulator and getting to the end by lying maybe would have sat a little bit differently with people because this was... A week that we had uh, an HOH that said, Everyone else can decide. I'm not going to sit here and tell you a target. Mm-hmm. Even though last night in the DR, he specifically well, said, I'd rather have Keisha go. I don't know how much of that was would like.
1: Have, the only reason that Cody even said that is because there was no need for him to say what he preferred. There was no need because he knew what the vote was going to be. And it's so nice to be able to pretend that you're just like, just the HOH. I'm not really like, you know, I'm not really like in the game yet. Y'all don't mind me. Like y'all like he's like, I don't I didn't really get blood on my hands, like that sort of thing. Well <laughs> I'm Mr. Nice Guy.
0: Let's talk about Cody a little bit because we ragged on his ability to communicate a little bit what he wanted as an HOH in the first couple of days uh Mm -hmm. how do we think his hoh ended up do we think it was a little bit better where he ended up or are we gonna are we saying that cody is still probably going to be an active target because to me i think he did an okay job of at least not making himself an obvious like first nominee if someone else were to win hoh because there's not really another Mm -hmm. side right now that would target him and he's put himself in these alliances like the connect four the core four which was not really shown tonight Uh, I don't know if we're ever going to get a connect for like actual naming, even though we saw them all in the uh. HOH room tonight because copyright. Uh, and now we have the, the Closers, which was also called The Usual or Unusual Suspects forged by Memphis. It's, uh, the, it,
1: hmm. it's been through a lot of changes. A right. lot. There's just a zero commitment there. No, I think um, I don't like who Cody nominated, but in terms of, of just Cody as the player as the HOH his, I would call his HOH successful because what he wanted to occur is what happened. Like mm-hmm. he of the nominees that he he put up he did prefer for Keisha to go and that's what happened so I would call it successful even though I don't love it. I at think
0: all. yeah, yeah. I, I think he's in a I think he's in a decent spot. Obviously, I feel like if you want to do anything as a first HOH your main goal should be to set up relationships with people and have them be the ones to come to you and Mm -hmm. I feel like he accomplished that and Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know some people don't want to see Cody succeed in this game uh and I don't necessarily think he's proving himself yet as like a worthy all-star or trying to go in this arc that he's trying to prove of not being so hand-tied to Derek and being Derek's lapdog entire, his entire season. But I think he's at least on the right track of not looking like a complete fool yet. Hi, Leighton. Uh So, I mean, I... Cody ended up better th- where he than where he started this week, which I think is exactly where he probably wants to be. And he's not the one forming all these alliances. I think CBS gave him a little bit of a good edit tonight. Uh, you know, making him more They've given look- him a
3: great edit, in my opinion. He's been given like the uh, mastermind edit, like especially this episode where he's like behind the scenes controlling everything. So
0: Yeah, it definitely made him look like he was going to be the ringleader and have Memphis, you know, go out uh, and form this alliance that we know as the closers now. And uh, I don't necessarily, obviously, I don't think Cody's, you know, big idea was to do that. I think that's more Memphis trying to also prove himself as... Uh, not so much a lap dog to Dan Geesling, and so he's trying to do a little bit too much. Obviously, he's safe for this week, but I don't, I don't know if Memphis comes out of this week and doesn't look like, I don't know, a little bit of a. I don't, I don't know how Memphis comes out of this week looking. Obviously, and we can talk about who Memphis might nominate, at least who I he said he last night who he's going to nominate. It, he comes out of
1: it looking like, and he's like a. It, like a spoof movie of like a 21 jump street where he's like, hey kids, got my backpack. that's that's what it looks like to me
0: yeah i mean like Like, what are you
1: cool cats saying these days yeah on
0: sunday's (laughs) episode i posted that gif of steve buscemi in uh, the 30 rock episode where he goes undercover in the high school and he just has a skateboard exactly it is just how do you do fellow kids and like that's him (laughs) that's literally him he's like i'm gonna disassociate (laughs) myself from janelle and And I'm I'm
1: pretty certain we're like how old is memphis we're close to the same age he's
0: 37
1: Maybe? Oh, no, he's much younger
0: than me. <laughs> I'm old. I actually, I I'm don't know why. Old. I've been wrong in everyone's ages so far, so I'm probably way off on Memphis as well. But, I mean, that's yeah, literally I'm... what he looks like. I mean, well, I think we think that because of the first HOH competition, he literally died. Uh, and it was like... <laughs> <Literally. laughs> Blast. And he's now he's like, you know, he's doing yoga in the house and he's just (gasps) the entire time. but but He
1: doesn't really like it's so odd to me because there are times when he does not look like he's aged very much. And then other times where I'm like, is this a body double? Is Jerry (laughs) like, I don't understand. (laughs) It's almost like, well, I don't want to say, um, say it. No, there's this an actress that sometimes I think she looks absolutely beautiful. And then other times I'm like, wait, that's her? It's Drew Barrymore. Like, I it, it, sometimes I'm just like, oh, wow, she's so pretty. And other times I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, <laughs> she is pretty. But even when, you know what I'm trying to say. I feel like that sometimes with Memphis. I'm like, wait, he wasn't old 30 minutes ago. How did this happen? <laughs> mm. It's like. I'm telling
0: you it's magic it is magic well i mean he it, it's really like and i'm getting so many ages in the chat right now i've seen 39 <laughs> i'm seeing uh 37 i'm he's, seeing he's
3: under 40 because i know that enzo is the oldest at like 42 and then it's an only second at 40 so he's under the 40 mark
0: okay so we'll just assume that i'm right until proven wrong until <laughs> even though i'm probably wrong uh but this is memphis's first hoh He's he I can't I don't know why I didn't process that. He never won HOH on BB10. Uh, I feel like
3: I remember him winning HOH like sometime, but I guess he didn't. Uh, he won 3
0: know. POVs,
3: yeah, but I was never won, won BB. Uh
0: so, yeah, okay. Lee is saying that also highly Hill, uh that Memphis is 37 years old. Uh, at least that's what the CBS bio says. So, I right. I'm going to go with that. Uh but this is Memphis's first HOH and uh, we have a hint at who he might target. As of last night, he was talking to Cody and mentioned that he would want to put Ian up with Bailey as possibly a pawn. Now, this is just Memphis saying that for the sake of Memphis saying it, uh, but it could be very well what he does because we know he doesn't really feel the best about Ian, but we also know nobody else really feels that great or tied to Nicole Anthony or David. Uh, so it's like, wh- I don't know how what's going to form from there, but say Ian and Bailey do a- go up on the block. I mean, we do have the safety suite though. I I keep forgetting there's this boundary behind these nominations that whoever they're nominating could just compete in the safety suite and walk out safe. So I think there's a little bit of uncertainty. And also, of course, the feeds are on right now and we could get a very big update as we're podcasting right now. And that kind of gives us more of an idea of what he wants to do. But it's just like, it's a it's a good example of us talking about how good of a spot, you know, Bailey and Dave Vaughn are in and how good socially they are. And then suddenly Memphis says that and we're like, Well, great. We're we're talking about how good Bailey is, you know. Uh, and how she's probably the best point socially behind maybe a couple of other people on the house, but still doing great. And she's already gonna go up on the block, maybe? Like uh, I hate the unpredictability of this game sometimes. Right. I love the unpredictability. <laughs> Expect the unexpected.
3: <laughs> right? Uh, did, did Julie need to chime
0: in. <laughs> yes, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't. Did we? Did we get any? We didn't get any joke in Julie tonight. Unfortunately, I don't think it was very no, serious. Was Julie was
3: like, I feel like she was coming for like all the stand twitters out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, she had to admit like the the golden rule at the end of the episode, <laughs> and it was just like I, she did that last week too. So I don't know. I guess that's her new thing the way I... she said
3: golden rule last week
0: no she didn't say the golden rule she said like she said something that sounded almost exactly like what ellen says at the end of her shows which is like bad oh, timing but
3: right, right she was like and be kind to one another or yes like that's that. what she said <laughs> at the last live show no i remember i don't know um I really are, Okay, so we got like are we going to talk about the episode first and then like what we are going to speculate or like what's the yeah, setup?
0: Yeah, we kind of we've kind of done that a little bit, but uh I yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely need to get into this episode a lot. So, uh immediately it felt weird with no live audience, obviously. Like, I don't know, I was so used to like the little pause after Julie gives her intro and hearing the audience. Uh and then it just went straight from Julie to the previously on Big Brother and it like took me a second to realize that's what happened. I was like, "Oh god." We haven't mm-hmm. seen it. We haven't had like this since Big Brother 8. 8? Am I right? Or 9, I guess, technically. Yeah. I tried yeah. to not count BB9 in my mind, but uh, Why? I think right. BB10 was the first live audience, so. Roxy's I mean. a big
3: fan of BB9. Well, actually, um, no, not even. I
1: mean, I'm not. I mean, it's fine. I just, I don't understand the hate
3: for it. It does get a lot of unwarranted hate. It's not that bad of a season. However, I will never live down the final five hoh was be us
0: everyone anyway. yeah i already see it 50 people in the chat already agree with you it's a it's crazy how fast they're typing
3: when sharon lost to ryan because the hamsters because were... the
1: hamsters had a pre-existing relationship that was
3: <laughs> i'm if, if you don't know what i talk about look it up and it's the most ridiculous thing ever but continue barrett
0: uh I I I don't think this is something I'm gonna get used to, especially if this is how every eviction is gonna go, or it's gonna be kind of very drawn out. Um, obviously, I think every eviction is gonna be weird if we find out who won H O H before the episode even airs. Uh, but that's a entirely different thing altogether. But still, it was weird to just have this silent, dramatic presence through the entire thing, and have like these these screens that are like pretty much. You know, skyscrapers behind Julie as she's talking about everyone. It was kind of cool looking though. It feels like a new aesthetic. I liked
1: it. I but thought it was so cool.
0: I feel like I we mean, I would
1: hate it if I'm out there and there are like a million foot tall like images of me <laughs> behind me. You see every pixel. I don't love though. that, but I, 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 I liked it <laughs> when it was someone else.
3: I, I think I'm just gonna need some time with it. It'll,
0: it'll Personally. be different for
3: sure. But I think.
0: Uh, I want to know if this is going to continue to be kind of, like, the new aesthetic of Big Brother, because I feel like Big Brother has, like, very distinct, like, eras, especially with the way that it looks just visually, because if you go back, I want to say, like, I mean, obviously, pre-live audience era was very, like we're going to put plants just everywhere and artificial turf. And they're going to walk two football fields to get to Julie, you know, that type of thing. Oh my gosh,
1: that walkway. And and like, you couldn't make it straight. They had to be, there's like, (laughs) 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 it's really just standing there. They're like carrying their suitcase. Like, you
0: exit the house, you get a map and they say, all right, you're going to go down this. (laughs) You're going to take a left at the second big rock. And then, (laughs) uh <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like Dora the Explorer.
0: And then once they got to BB10 that live audience era, it was very much like a I don't know, like I don't know how to describe it. It was like they had the audience up on the stage obviously and it felt like a little bit warmer. They had the warmer Mm. tones everywhere. It was like, like, I just associate the color orange with that era. And I don't know why I do. Whereas I associate like BB 16 on to be more of a blue era. If that makes any sense. That's,
1: it makes absolutely no sense to me, but I find it interesting that, that you think that, um, (laughs) Lee, Lee Hill says that Taryn said, and if Taryn said it, I believe it because he's a genius. um, that tonight was the only pre-taped eviction okay
3: good because i really hated knowing who like i was kind of like wondering like is it true like da. Mm-hmm. and then when memphis won hoh like it was just like a i was just like oh uh, like what i look forward to on Thursdays more so than like sunday out hoh
1: for me yeah
3: like live and i'm like who's it gonna be and like answering the questions as they go along and like everyone's just like waiting and we all find out at the same time but like, BB, Big Brother Canada does this where it's all pre filmed, like, every single show, and I don't like it. Well,
1: um, Lucas, hi, Lucas, my fave. Uh, Lucas says that Christmas and David are have-nots. Woo!
0: Period. <laughs> uh,
1: period. Um, I'm sorry, what?
3: I said period. Oh, okay. <laughs> Eat flop I- freaks
0: uh what's
3: so what they get for uh, evicting keisha
1: the entire house evicted her
3: i know but that's what they get it's keisha's mess how do, how do you think david felt tonight <laughs> when
0: julie called him out and was just like guys guess what guess guess what day it is it's david's first time voting everyone look look at david as he goes off to that vote for horrible. the first time i bet you're still I mean, wondering he's why he's on this talk. season
1: he talked about it in, on the feeds though already. Yeah,
0: like... that's my favorite clip probably of the <gasps> season is when he tells Janelle like, you know, this is my first time voting, and she just goes, "Okay,
1: <laughs> Janelle."
3: <laughs> okay. Oh my god, Kesar also a have not, travesty. Oh True. no,
0: uh, I don't care that much. Uh, like, oh my god,
3: what? I don't care about have nots.
0: Nobody, ca- nobody.
3: Well, okay. can- In my opinion, they should just get rid of it. I'm honestly ready for it to be, like, in the olden days. Because, like, to me, have not. (laughs) Right. Like, to me, especially from what I've seen, the have nots this season, like, the slop is so much worse. Almost, like, to the point where you can't eat it. And it's horrible. Barrett
1: told me today that he wouldn't mind being on slop and that he thinks it's good. He said that literally sitting right over there at the bar. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yeah, he told (laughs) me that today. Um, but also Barrett will eat pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. So it does not matter. I can literally make anything and say, Barrett, do you want something to eat? And he's like, I can eat <laughs> and whatever it is, I'll eat it. It doesn't matter. He'll eat it and like it. So
0: there are, um, yeah, there are no limits.
1: I just think, um, like as far as have not,
0: I yes, don't care. If we...
1: I would love to see food comps again, but I don't Julian care. Um, if we have it or not it makes no difference to me and i also don't care if um barrett doesn't care but we're supposed to be updating people so therefore we will tell you who the have-nots are (laughs) (laughs) i guess i
0: I guess it is a little disingenuous when we have an update and i'm like i don't care and then i go to whatever i want to talk about i'm sorry everyone (laughs) i mean
1: i don't even think we should call it updates i think we should just like be like yeah don't depend on us but we're gonna talk about stuff that we care about yeah but you know
0: (laughs) i'll put updates in the title you know the algorithm you know that darn algorithm um (laughs) so i i guess we can go back to the episode where i don't know how i don't know where i really want to like jump into this um because i mean after we get the intro uh, we kind of have Kevin hoping that his relationship is w- with Cody and Enzo is going to kind of pay off in this eviction. And, you know, Keisha is like, I need to try to play it cool. But then, you know, in our heads, we're like, well, you did. I mean, I guess you accomplished that, but you may have played it a little bit too cool. Um, and then Cody, we have that little moment with Cody, you know, he, he doesn't want to tell anyone what to do. He doesn't want to get blood on his hands. We've already talked about Cody. Uh, we have Christmas and Keisha talking, Uh, I'm sorry, Christmas and Janelle talking, and that's when we have this dr where Janelle's like, if I was, you know, younger Janelle, if I was older Janelle, I would scream, you know, from the second floor that we need to get votes for Keisha, and I would do it. But right now, I'm just like, I I don't really feel like I have the say in the house to be able to try and do that, so I'm not gonna do it because I can't I can't do the work for Keisha. But it seemed like this week it turned into a lot of Janelle doing that work for Keisha. I mean, if there was anyone that was campaigning for Keisha, it was Janelle. And she was doing it in a very, like, not this is why you should keep Keisha, but she was doing it in, in a let this is why you should evict Kevin way, which is like a little hmm. bit smarter because she knows how Kevin played in BB 11, which Daniel is close to BB 10. And she knows. It's not yeah. 10 and a half. But... Yeah, it's not not January. as close as 10 and a half was, but like it's, like, it's right there. And. She was doing that and not really making a lot of groundwork. And in fact, it may hurt her a little bit coming up in this game. But I, I don't fault her for trying. It's just everyone in this house is so stubborn and on the we should vote with the house. Uh, I don't talk game with these people. I don't do this or that. And the fact that it's coming from Janelle's mouth probably <laughs> did not help as well. Because nobody mm-hmm. in this house really wants to work with Janelle. Which is why uh, her, Kaser going out on the first question of this HOH comp tonight, and then Janelle going out on like the third or fourth uh, was really heartbreaking to watch because I feel like BB Twitter all day was just like, manifest it, manifest Kaser or Janelle. And then
1: y'all have got to do better,
0: Twitter. (laughs) You did not do your jobs.
3: We lacked, we really did
0: But the thing is, they got. Uh, probably the next best person to win Hoh, believe it or not, in Memphis because for Mem- them, yeah,
1: this is true. This is true. It's not good for some other folks.
0: It's not, it's not I mean. good for other people that we like. I don't think this game is ever going to be a <laughs> people that's that we like. What you to- get
1: when it's all stars? Like if you like a lot of people that are in the house, somebody's going home that you don't like, and we're just gonna have to deal with it. Um, Thank
3: God that's not me.
1: <laughs> I'm a, we y'all. oh so annoying um I, I just wanted to i just want to point out that the people in the chat came up with an absolutely brilliant idea which is from now on the have nots they don't have to eat have not food they can eat anything they want but all meals must be consumed in the shower which i thought i mean that's no. funny
3: <laughs> the new rule well, yes. that,
0: that's what, uh, I think that's what Rob Sestorino tweeted uh, before the season even started. He was like, just to just, uh, uh, update people on what have-nots are if they don't already know. It's, uh, you, you have to eat slop a week or any food that you can sneak into the shower. That's just, that's just the- I mean, look, I'm for it. I mean, that's the real golden rule at this point.
1: I watch, and, and watermelon is now a condiment, It said.
0: A condiment? Like <laughs> <laughs> Like, you, what does that mean? You dip it into watermelon or what?
1: I mean, you could use a watermelon.
0: <laughs> As a bowl or <laughs> I don't know. what?
1: I just, uh, maybe, I don't know. I was just watching the chat discussing, like, the evolution of a have-nots, and that was what they came up with, and I thought it was funny.
2: I
0: thought it was funny. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know where to go from here. I guess, yeah.
1: Let's talk about the, well, we, we're going to move on to the HOH or no? Uh,
3: maybe. Like, what Let's talk about was. this horrible final two <laughs> Alliance,
0: which final? Oh, the Cody in Memphis final two. Yeah. Are you, are you talking no. about the commission? Are you speaking of the okay, commission, Daniel? I'm kinda,
3: Did we hear this alliance name on the feeds? Because like,
0: no, I no, but nobody know. knew that this is what it was. Called. No,
1: this is br- that when they said that, I, I said, what? Yeah. Nobody called I've, me and told me this.
3: <laughs> right. I was like, wait, did I miss something? But um, I was really worried. I was really worried that where it was gonna go was Hi. You were the hitman. I was the renegade. We're the renamen or something like that. <laughs> I was, gonna, I was ready. For, yeah, we're go- this is gonna be great. But commission, I guess, is better than renamen.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> just, it like ren-a-men. something that you need medication for. It's anyway. like cinnamon.
0: Yeah, but say it sounds like cinnamon. We can be the cinnamon. Oh my, gosh.
1: When you <gasps> oh eat my god! Oh my The table has to be. The, is the stool? You can. That's the table where your feet. You people in chat, I'm not looking at chat anymore, I'm done.
3: (laughs) Oh my god, when I get on the Big Brother house, I'm gonna make an alliance called the Cinnamon Girls, and because in little bits, we're nice, but a lot at once, we can be lethal. It's
0: much better than what Roxy said my alliance name has to be when I go into the house.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Was that today I told you that?
0: No, that was yesterday. I don't even know if it was before we started recording or not, but... You said you told remember. me when i go into the house my alliance name has to be donkey nanner and i can't do anything about it <laughs> no. and she said even if i don't what? come up with that name she will spread it on twitter and mm-hmm. suddenly so it will make the fandom call them or call the people in my alliance that name yep. and i if hate you're it. on I brother hate it.
1: i don't care what alliance name that you have it will be known as Donkey Nanners out here.
3: <laughs> Why could we have not just left that in last podcast, please? <laughs> I
1: didn't bring it up. Barrett did.
3: Right, Barrett. You You're the one who wanted to stuff. bring up
0: the, the cinnamon. The, the We're cinnamon. the
3: cinnamon girls.
0: <laughs> uh, is that Okay, we can call Memphis a Cody that. I guess they can take it. They're the cinnamon girls. Uh, so Daniel cannot <laughs> use that alliance name ever in oh my his God. life. horrible. <laughs> we have them forming the commission, but then we also have Memphis... You know, later being like, you know, I think we need to bring about four more people into this. And those four people specifically are going to be Nicole, uh, Franzel, Franny, uh, Danny, and then Christmas. And then Tyler (laughs) I had to forget for a second. Uh, And then we get this montage of this game of telephone that Memphis wants to play in order to bring everyone in. And that's when we kind of have that DR where Cody's like, I'll let Memphis do all this work. I'll let him do the work Mm -hmm. if he wants to. That way I don't really have to be the person tied to any of this. And Memphis can continue to be a shield for me going forward, which is like a smart move by cody if he but it's like he didn't set that up it was kind of memphis doing all of that for him i mean cody could have actively been like i'm gonna go like i can help you do this but he didn't do that so let memphis do all the dirty work for him uh roxy are you okay that's just my first question okay sure you're good
1: no they did apparently my new bed is almost as tall as Leighton. i'm never gonna be able to get I just asked them to to please measure it because I would like to know how tall the top of my mattress is it's much taller than my last bed also threw away my um, bed today I bought all new beds I haven't bought any living room furniture but did throw away my living room furniture because I'm going to buy some
0: She's, no, you're not going to put in any standing. I mean, you're not going to standing furniture. You're not going to put any furniture yeah. in there because it's going to be your new standing room. Because you it's saw, standing oh, room. you've seen me stand, mm-hmm. and uh, this is the third podcast where I've stood. So you said, "I want to do yeah. that everywhere. I'm going to get rid of all my well, furniture." Well, my living
1: room is kind of. I mean, it's a. It what is? Is it a? It's. it, it six sided or eight sided in there?
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know your living room. Okay. Also, this isn't important, I don't think. Well,
3: it's I'm like, just wait.
1: My living room is in an odd shape. It's not squares. It's, is this going to be a tiebreaker
0: a- question? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> we have this game of telephone uh, that Memphis has started to try to get these other members of the closers in, even though we didn't get that name tonight. And it's just interesting that that's how Memphis wants to go about this. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I, I think the thing that he forgot... Is that the game of telephone? Uh, its overall purpose is that it's a little bit challenging, in that it gets a little bit misconstrued the more you go on. So it's interesting that he wants to compare, you know, making his alliance to such a name uh, of a game right. that, That's that a horrible is. Idea. <laughs> Can we? And-
1: do you think that each week the Memphis and Cody final two will have a new name? What if they <laughs> did that? Like each week when they talk about it there's something different we need to keep up
0: the commission what's the next what's the next one after the commission like the agency the
1: uh... i actually don't hate that one
3: the agency agency? Mm
1: -hmm.
3: i don't know Mm -hmm. i don't know like well i don't like it i don't love it i do want to say that tyler period (laughs) that's a good alliance name anyways um, I, I do want to say, <laughs> I do want to say that Tyler was worried to call themselves closers, or the closer, because he was like, Twitter's gonna call us C losers." <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And I'm like, "Period, we will."
0: Well, maybe now that he gave them that idea, they won't do it. Right. But no, they, we'll they, still they, do they, it. they, yeah, they'll still do
3: it. Uh, it's like a self-fulfilling <laughs> prophecy.
0: Uh, but. We have this alliance of six, and I, I. there's other alliances in this house, obviously, that we never even got to, uh, or we didn't get to really see. But one, uh, one of the groups that we are starting to see form, and I'm sure we'll see more of in the next few episodes, is this Connect Four alliance, even though we did not necessarily get that name. Uh, but it includes Cody and Enzo, Davon and Bailey. And um, it'll be interesting to see how... Cody is going to adapt with all of these alliances that he's in. And one of these alliances doesn't include anybody that's in this closer alliance. You don't have Enzo in there. You don't have Devon in there. You don't have Bailey in there. Bailey was almost in the closers alliance, but then Memphis is like, nah, not Bailey. Let's, let's bring in Franny, uh, everyone's favorite. Uh, but it, I, I think Cody's going to have to balance these two alliances because between the two, you've got, Eight people you're working with—that's half the house that are technically aligned with you at this point. Uh, and it's just like, where do we, where do you go from here? Like, is is Cody in a great spot or is he just in a disastrous spot? As as, as Daniel is cleaning off his sins over here.
1: <laughs> we get a bigger cloth.
0: Um, and
3: the girl. He uh... spelled sin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no
1: he's in a um i don't i can't predict these i, sort of I usually things.
3: do this before the podcast
1: especially. i think he's in a good spot right now considering who the hoh is i don't think he's in any danger at all
0: oh no he's doing great as far as uh Ooh. this week goes and, you know he's been saying that he would play in the safety suite competition no matter what but i think last night we all were in agreement like i mean he doesn't have to play if one of seven people wins hoh so uh yeah obviously cody's in a good spot and uh, i just i'm upset that we're probably going to get a week with not any real fireworks i think i feel like the most kind of tension we might get is someone pushing a janelle caser nomination again because it could be easy they can't play in the safety suite so I, I feel like I feel like Franny is gonna have to push that at some
3: point if she feels she's comfortable she's already with like, she was we're talking to Christmas before we went live. Like, yeah I can grow up to like, get Janelle out, like shut up, Franzel freak. Freaky <laughs> Franzal. I wish I had
1: you know, you know, Daniel's only recently started calling people freak like this. Like I would say in the last three months he started every single si- like, freak freak about everything
3: but i've caught people i love freak and i just want to say i i keep on like wanting to say this in the podcast like i at the end i when the season ends i like put everything down and i'm like okay like the game's over and i'll still listen to coco caliente and nicole's podcast and i'll still follow them all on twitter and like keep up with them and it'll be fine but i'm allowed to feel how i feel during the season and i will period and i'll tweet about it and i'll call i'll call people like trash and then in a few months like if they post a selfie i'll be like queen of lighting all right i have a i I don't think
0: that's true at
3: all yes it is like i kind of stand holly right now she's like the queen i did not like her in the house from last season
0: okay um, I'm gonna transition from okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, then Nicole, on, and, we got the Franny and Christmas combo that was just mentioned. Um, I'm gonna play a clip from Tombs that Nicole kind of <laughs> uh cites her distaste for Janelle once again. I just
2: like that kind of that kind of player. Just makes me so mad because, because you're nothing but nice to her. Well,
1: because it's it's personal. Mm-hmm. For her. That's what I'm saying. You did nothing it's to her. Not- I get it, though. People do that to me all the time. She's just like, game on, motherfreaker. And so she's gonna get her.
0: Yeah. She called her a motherfreaker for those um, keeping notes. Uh, I'm
3: confused. What did Jenna you know do?
0: She tortured her. Do you not remember the night she tortured her?
1: She tortured her by not allowing her to go to sleep.
0: And asking tortured. her about her life. Uh, which Asked is-
1: her questions.
0: Yeah. You don't
3: do that. No, Mm-mm-mm. there Not with will Franny. be
1: no staying awake and there will be no getting to know you. Don't I'm
3: ask. i about, about Christmas because Christmas is like, it's personal with her or whatever she said. Like, what is personal with her? She's done nothing to Christmas.
0: Well, Christmas was the one who comforted Nicole after Janelle tortured her. So there's probably something to do with that as far as the connection with her and Nicole talking about Janelle. As for the other things, I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not. I don't really know exactly what Janelle said about Christmas, specifically. Other than that, she just kind of doesn't know where her head's at. But I don't know if any of that's technically gotten back to Christmas. You know.
3: I don't think it has.
0: We've lost. We've lost a co-host, and um, I just want to say Roxy was oh. a dear friend of the podcast for four years until abruptly, um, on August 13th, she slid away in her rolly chair during a week one eviction recap and never returned. We'll miss her very much. And, um, this podcast is in honor of Roxy. So
3: Roxy zero cinnamon girls one.
0: We've done it. We've really done it. We uh, <laughs> I'll go ahead and move on to a new topic and Roxy's going to roll back and she's going to be like, you get, you're still talking about Nicole. Right. But no, <laughs> um, uh, We have this little moment uh, with Tyler and Bailey talking about their uh, respective fight on Big Brother 20. And we've seen a few conversations with Tyler and Bailey on the feeds. This one wasn't on the feeds, I don't think, unless I just completely missed it. They've had a few conversations, though, about their fight. And obviously, we've seen Tyler go to Bailey. uh, And I believe it was in the midst of that montage we saw last night. And just kind of be like, you know, we're good. I think... I don't think people expect us to really enjoy each other so we can try to build that up, but just now I don't have any plans to go after you, which is not dumb on Tyler's part because I'm sure Bailey still has a little bit of, uh, I'm sure Bailey still very much remembers that fight. And we were all reminded of that fight tonight on the episode, but is it, mm. I just don't know. And obviously there's another conversation that happened. I don't, was it yesterday or two days ago? The days all mixed together. Uh, where they actually both get pretty tearful still recounting that same argument and just kind of Mm -hmm. how they felt about each other in the season. So I really do think there's no bad blood in terms of, I'm going to immediately target you with Tyler and Bailey. Do you see the same thing?
3: Uh, Yeah. In fact, I think that it's more on Tyler's mind than Bailey's, which is kind of surprising. I think that Tyler's worried more so that Bailey's going to, Turn on him because of their history, whereas I think Bailey is a very like forgive and forget type of person, and at least with this, and is ready to move on. I mean, in her diary room, she. I mean, if if Bailey did feel some type of way in the diary room, and she would have like, known it, yeah. I'll never forget that. It would have like, been would've it would have been like Devon
0: and Nicole of just like yeah, you go go to, go to mm-hmm. sleep, pick your bed,
3: you know, right. I, and it was definitely not. However, we did not see a Tyler DR, which makes me believe that. Tyler may be worried, I guess, but not like, I don't think he's like, we got to take out Bailey this week. Yeah. You know, I think it's, I think T- Tyler wants Bailey to go out of his doing. So kind of, you know,
0: I agree. And I mean, we talked about Tyler extensively yesterday. He was one of the names that came up in our wheel of discussion. Um, uh, and his mini final two as we're shown yesterday in montage form, uh, but socially, Tyler's good right now. And obviously, he's in this closer's alliance with Memphis. He's good this week as well. Uh, if Memphis wants to stick true to that, I think I don't know who Tyler's biggest de is going to be later on in this game. The only person who has ever spoken, not like a, a positive thing about him, is probably Enzo. But I mean, everyone in the house is aware of how socially. Uh, fitting tyler is with every conversation and how he gets along with everyone in such a unique way that nobody else really has in that house so Mm -hmm. it's like we see him getting along with everyone and making all these final twos but it's like as the days go by we'll probably see more of those conversations come up where it's just like tyler's just good with everyone you know and then I, i don't know when it's gonna click of just to everyone that he's doing the same exact thing and maybe they should evict him because he's doing the same exact thing But so far it's like, Oh, he's doing the same exact thing. Cool. I don't know. It's like, he's predictable at the moment, but how Mm -hmm. far down the line do you let him get? I don't know. (sighs) um, it's, it's the Baird and Daniel podcast now for those of you
3: just tuning
0: in. It Uh, always
3: should have been this way
0: (laughs) from the very beginning.
3: Bye Roxanne.
0: (laughs) Um, later on in the episode we see janelle trying to help keisha campaign and that's when we get this great moment of you know janelle being like well who do you like and keisha's like oh you know i like that guy taylor i like taylor he's like No, oh. she's like no 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 no, trevor that's his name trevor, trevor. and janelle's like there's other neither of those names are in this house keisha i'm sorry right. <laughs> which is just the ongoing joke of people not being able to get each other's names right we have Tyler is now Trevor and Taylor. We have Keisha who was Sheila at one point. Uh, We have Devon, who is Deandra, I think.
3: Deandra. Yeah. By Memphis.
0: Yeah. And then um, there's one more. I know I'm forgetting. I need chat Um, to help me out if they can.
3: Did you get uh, David being called Kevin?
0: No, that was it. David being called Kevin. Wow. Which was the most, was the most egregious of all of them. Right. Um, Okay um what did did Damien just say in wait Damien said uh or Damon, Roxy has went to tell Cody about Janelle's plans I think that might be true uh oh (laughs) no everyone wants (laughs) to tell everyone wants to tell Cody about Janelle's plans it was a thing last night for sure
3: um Mm -hmm. okay actually y'all I cannot wait to talk about like live feeds because some juice happened last night
0: Yo, we can update them after we talk about HOH a little bit are yeah, yeah. I'm, okay I'm just trying to, like, throw you're out teasing. a little You're teasing, yeah. You're teasing them. I get a it. A teaser queen. <laughs> um, so, our, I guess we can also talk about this, uh, I guess, the eviction itself. We, I think we had a little moment that I wasn't necessarily expecting. In Keisha's speech, you know, she's talking about that she wishes, you know, most of the people in the house mm-hmm. luck moving forward. And we're just like, ooh, tea. Uh, who's she talking about?
3: And then she we seemed very unprepared, also, and like very emotional.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of Keisha. I mean, I don't know. She knew she was going home. Davon told her earlier today that she was going, whereas other people didn't necessarily want to tell her, and that was kind of where mm-hmm. her uh, distaste for Enzo and Cody stewed. And obviously, during that interview, the socially distant interview with Julie, she was very keen on mentioning that Enzo and Cody were the two people uh, that she was talking about, but. Other right. than that, um, I don't know what other I don't know what other things to go over in the eviction. Other than uh, Memphis was the only one who didn't give a shout out, which I really appreciated. Uh, but Davon gave probably the best shout out. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't have that clip pulled up. I'm sorry, Daniel. I don't have your viral tweet up with me for a second. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'm sure I'll see <laughs> it on like the trending page of Twitter. But um, other than that. We didn't really find out a lot after the eviction. I know last night, Daniel, you brought up that Janelle brought up on the on the feeds that production had told her that she would still be in quarantine up until mid-September. And that was a clip that started going around. And we have people being like, okay, just confirmed battle back. And it makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Other people were theorizing maybe a camp comeback of some sorts, obviously, with a different name, though, where they
3: keep the house guests yeah, in the that's, house. That was what was that? So that's out of the question now. No camp comeback, at least. Yeah. But true or false, And Big Brother 18, because I feel like usually Julie tells us, like, hey, it's going to be a comeback. But in Big Brother 18, we didn't find out about the comeback until a few weeks in, right? Uh, uh
1: The week <laughs> before or of the time when Victor played and whatever.
3: Right. So How we
1: just...
3: We just need to, I guess, like, if we want to figure out, like, truly if there's a comeback, we just need to look at Keisha's, like, social media or whoever gets evicted. And I think, she oh, already, I think, I think like,
0: everyone's already looking at Keisha's social media. That's for sure. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> is she, does she have access to it now, though? Is that really her?
0: I, I, <laughs> the big thing that I have not looked into, so I'm just kind of just, my mind is just kind of be like, okay, I'll accept that, is uh, their tweets that they're sending out. Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> are they getting, to, they're not getting the tweet from their own account. Right? I, right. I'm not crazy. Like, but I keep seeing tweets from their accounts and that are like talking about them in the game as if it were them. So I'm really I confused. And that's quite
3: cheesy and corny. Yeah.
0: There's just very vague and they can't be specific. I think that would have been a really interesting tool though, to use as like a, instead of a live DR to have them tweet about their thoughts in the game or whatever. Uh, but, oh my God!
3: mad like they get like little phones in the house, and they can like only access one page, and it's the tweet page, and then the button to send a tweet. But then, well, I mean, like,
1: they used to do something very similar to that. Well, like the H O H, H O
3: H blog, yeah, kind of, but
1: well, but not just the H O H blog. They also had specific. They went
3: live, right? Well, I mean, did they, you gave,
1: really
3: they gave they gave them. Qu- I you?
1: no. <laughs> they would so when the hoh would go up and write their blog they would also have specific questions that were taken from From social media that that they could answer and they they typed all of that out and all of those things went out so i mean it was something similar ish to that i mean heavily pleased by cbs of course but um, i mean
0: it was the most like i liked
1: reading their blogs
0: it was very much the, I mean, it's what they're doing now. That's what Cody did with his live HOH hot hoh hot seat. I don't know what they were calling well, it.
1: Well, but they also did that. They had like blogs and they did the conversation where um, just to remind you, no one can hear you. <laughs> like, okay. See,
0: I wish they would just do that every week. Come on, let, Julia, know, let Julie know. ask the questions. Let her throw in a couple jokes, a couple jabs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm just joking. I'm just jabbing with you. I'm just jabbing Julie. Jabbing, joking Julie. You know me. <sighs> Roxy, I don't know if you, you missed it, but we talked about everything. We're done. We we absolutely covered everything that we um, needed to cover. Okay. I hate to break it to you. No, but... That's fine. No, actually...
1: Brett still wants to know um, about Julie's golden rule comment and your thoughts on that.
0: Her golden rule? Well, we... She she also said a i mean what what did she say last week daniel you helped me out a little bit
3: um she's like it was like this it was like a few quotes in one or something but she's like be good to one another
0: yeah it was something like that so i guess that's just going to be her thing now every week she's going to end with the i don't think she was she wasn't hinting at anything at the game she was i I think she. That's just going to be her thing now she's going to end the show with a new uh like of inspirational
1: right. quote.
0: Yeah, that that she did not make up. She's just <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was something like. This. Oh, you know it was what? Like- Daniel can put that on his arm.
3: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Next week, he was and- like, "Be careful." Be careful. Be safe. Yeah. And be good to one another.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you nailed. It. I think it's exactly what she <laughs> is said. Is that actually. like
1: from the Truman Show? What is that? If I don't because see, I was- <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> Truman Show was. If I don't see. wait. If if I don't. Wait no.
1: Hi. Hello. Good morning, or something. No. If I don't
0: good, see you. Ya- good morning. Wait no uh
1: i don't know
0: good morning if i don't and if i don't see you again good afternoon and good night something along those lines i I, I don't know
1: i mean yeah i'm just saying that it feels like that that julie's channeling that
0: she is next week she's going to read the entire gettysburg address and it's going to be the last 10 minute block of the show and we're all going to love it and then imagine like
3: just like buy a vote of seven to six i'm joking i'm joking 13 to 0 keisha just joking you have been evicted.
1: joking julie
3: i'm joking i'm joking i just want it to
0: be like insufferable the amount of jokes that she that she says
1: (laughs) well i think we're already there
3: like prank week when like they had the whole hoh set up and then i'm joking i'm joking just joking. I'm joking prank week you got pranked you got pranked by me
0: julie chin it's just me pranking you cbs and ashton
1: kutcher <laughs> oh wait that's punking sorry
0: pranked sorry you know yeah <laughs> that was a never mind um the last big thing we haven't talked about is hoh comp like in its entirety obviously we said who the winner was but we didn't talk about it the fever dream that was this hoh comp uh, <laughs> it's a because... good description I mean, it was, uh, because it was very, um, how would you, I don't even know how do you, how do you describe it? Was fever dream probably the best way or because it was a question and answer, but they were shown a video beforehand. Uh, but the videos were and, the same guy that always does the, the yelling or dresses up as yeah. the grandma and follows Brett around, or I don't know any per- or the alien that follows Jack. It was a Jack that had the alien, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Uh, playing different characters and obviously all the questions had to do with <laughs> pretty much whatever was in the background of everything every video feed that they were showing in this zoom all call I know setup is
1: you couldn't see the flowers or the the vase sorry I saw it. that's it it's a vase until no until the very end she said that, yes you had to mm-hmm. get up from the toilet before you could see it
0: mm-hmm. i knew it though i knew it i got that question right I got like two questions wrong though beforehand. So it doesn't matter if I got the last one right, but I did get it right.
3: I got good. I got, I I, I think I got all of them right. I'm thinking about it. Daniel's the I new HOH. Won. Memphis, pack your bags.
1: <laughs> Daniel, if, if, um if you were in the house right now with your cinnamon girls, S I N, um, or cinnamon club, what is it, what is it called? Cinnamon, cinnamon girls. Okay. Um, if you were in the house with your cinnamon girls uh who would you target enzo for why
3: he's like in the probably best position
1: yeah i, I mean i don't think it's a bad idea i just was wondering if you if it was a strategic and i don't move. Think,
3: i don't think that i could like mess with enzo very well so it'd be like
1: I'd... i think you could
3: really mm-hmm I, just, I mean, he annoys me a lot, like, on the feeds. I'm just, I, I imagine. Oh, so he, he would, would like
1: you, but you won't like him. Got
3: it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who doesn't like me? Buxom a lot of range.
1: people. A lot of people.
3: Deadly combination.
1: <laughs> I feel like,
3: um. Also, did y'all notice Kevin called Keisha, like, buxom something? Yes,
1: like, I did.
3: I was like, that's Janelle. Know your place.
1: It didn't bother me at all, but I knew that it would bother you, and so I giggled. <laughs> I said, oh, Daniel hates that right now. <laughs> Daniel's at home like, oh, no, he didn't.
3: Uh-uh. <laughs>
1: he better not.
3: <laughs> I think, I, wait, I want to really talk about like Kevin, or not Kevin, but like what I think Memphis is going to do with HOH. Let's get this HOH over. We already did.
0: Well, I just wanted to throw out there that everyone's you know, golden boy going into this competition, Kaser, was the very first one out along with David, who nobody really cares about. But uh, it's, it's good to mention that they were the first two out. And then the next question, who do we get out? We got Enzo and Danny out on the second question, Franny and Christmas out on the third question, Kevin out on the fourth, and then Janelle and Ian out on the fifth. And then the next question, Memphis wins with a good what, seven people left in that competition at that point? Something like that? There were a
1: lot. And in fact, whenever he he had his answer and everyone else on the panel had the opposite, I thought, oh, Memphis is out. I legit thought that Daniel didn't because he won. But it would have been a tiebreaker between Memphis and Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) And the the question would have been about previous relationships in the house.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God. Or how
1: much, like, can you fit in the teacup? That question.
3: Oh my god, Jen <laughs> Queen. That was like honor. Yeah. Uh but yeah, we can move on from there.
0: Even though I thought it was really funny that in Keisha's eviction, I think the person that everyone blamed the most uh on Twitter was Derek Lavasser. That that's gonna be at every eviction. Uh, <laughs> apparently. Which is
1: so crazy to me because I'm not saying I like like I'm like I mean, I guess I'm indifferent about the pre-gaming when everyone everyone inside the house pre-gamed and uh, there are plenty of people who also had other alumni calling people and like trying to hook up with this person and that like you're crazy if you think that that didn't happen for even your favorite players it did and yeah, the fact janelle
3: that britney was calling around for janelle
1: yes Brittany called around for janelle i mean they all did it who cares and i don't care I find it quite humorous, though, that all of the blame is placed solely on Derek Lavasser for the Cody and Memphis alliance, and nobody's dogging Dan. I mean, very. I, few. Think
3: it, I think it's because Derek is like so overtly like bothered by it. Like he goes live about it and talks about it. He makes tweets. Like it's just like funny because he cares so much. So we're all just like. I mean, at.
1: there's probably truth to that because if you ignore, I mean, it's like in the schoolyard, if you ignore things and you don't let people know that it bothers you, they won't do it anymore because it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, there may be some truth to that, Daniel, but I just think it's hilarious. And like <laughs> the tweets where people are like, oh, well, Brittany Haynes was, you know, calling and helping, trying to help, you know, Janelle out nobody's mad about that and even in the comments they're still mad at Derek they're still hmm. mad at Derek and I'm like and I don't care I don't care you can be mad at whoever but I think it's so silly and I'm just like double standard much I'm like what is this
0: double standard a lot but that's that's the writing it's on the so wall crazy. when it comes to BV fandom but <sighs> Anybody. I just,
1: I mean, I think it's ridiculous, but I think a lot of opinions that people have about Derek Levasseur are, are ridiculous. So there's also that. I think there's a whole lot of uh, regurgitation of other people's opinions that's made by quite a few people on Twitter, and it, I find it alarming, really, that people can't think for themselves.
3: <laughs> Kaiser and Christmas on the feeds right now talking. Kaiser goes, "I know she not likes you. She told me." Christmas, I like her. <laughs> like literally like 30 minutes ago she's so she makes it personal
0: who's she telling her. the truth to Hmm. do we
1: uh, know obviously Skyser.
0: if we had more than one christmas dr maybe we'd know who she was telling the truth <laughs> to but we don't uh and as we pass the hour mark in this podcast uh we can move on a little bit more to memphis and his hoa train obviously so, we so. we mentioned earlier that yesterday he threw out Ian and Bailey's name as possible nominees with Ian as the target, Bailey as the pawn. who that's it's it's already getting hefty week two. It's just like, I mean, like it's one thing to have Janelle and Casey be the targets, but now you're throwing in our boy Ian. I can say our boy confidently because I know Daniel loves Ian, which like makes my you. heart happy that you like which Ian.
1: He's never liked him until now. Never. <laughs> he
0: never watched him on the feeds. Now that he's watched him on the feeds, he gets it. He gets get the it. Ian hype. I, do I love Ian. Uh so
1: precious.
3: precious. He's uh, in some danger this league, unfortunately.
0: Yes. It's just a matter yeah. of, is Ian going to realize that he's in danger and play in that safety suite competition? He I don't better. see... I, I think the best route that he has is for Memphis to say something to Franny. I think Franny. he
1: will. No, he's going to. He doesn't feel comfortable with Memphis.
0: Does Ian he feel doesn't. comfortable with anyone, though? Besides Kaser. Franny. In case, Yeah. <gasps> Uh, definitely. So I, hopefully that'll be enough. And like obviously, I think a great chain of conversation would be for Memphis to say something to Franny about his possible nominations, Ooh. and then Franny saying something to Ian. But I don't. Franny's never the kind of person that typically gives us what we want to see. Uh, so it makes me think she's gonna that she, be
3: like. But Janelle, you, she's she's so mean to me, and how could you like let her be so mean to me and be okay with that?
1: <laughs> right. I haven't. I haven't slept in 10 years because she's asking me questions about my whole life. But Janelle is invited to Franny's wedding. Yeah. (laughs) What's up with that?
0: I think the bigger thing. Janelle
3: goes and spits on the cake.
1: Why would you ruin cake? See, you've taken it too far. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if it's like a pumpkin pie, you can spit on that. Sweet potato, gross. Why would you spit on a cake? Daniel, it's too much.
3: Or or just, like, take, like, the little, like, uh, Victor and Nicole, like, silhouettes. The little
1: figurines on top of the cake? Yeah,
3: and just, like, take Nicole and, like, devour her.
1: Well, it's not edible. (laughs) I don't think there's
3: an edible. You can't eat those. (laughs) Don't care.
1: (laughs) Daniel's like, I don't care. I'm eating it anyway. (laughs) Watch me digest this.
3: Daniel, that is a choking (laughs) hazard. (laughs) queen <laughs> very like poverty like gonna spit out his bones the edge of extinction <laughs> God. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> so I, I think a good point for Franny to think about though is that if Ian's the target and Ian goes out of this house she's officially the only winner still in that house and if we know anything mm-hmm. about Nicole Franzel and what she tells us in conversation
1: it's that a, she won
0: she won big brother 18
1: in <laughs> case you didn't know she won it's just she like won playing from the bed she won and i oh my God.
0: it's just uh, yeah we did yeah, yeah we know we brought that but up yesterday i've
1: been fans of people who have played from the bed i'm a fan of mccray he played from the bed
0: christmas played from the hospital bed it was amazing I mean,
1: didn't she though
0: well, with she a scooter <laughs> um oh roxy threw a pencil um I think a Sorry, great. Sorry, the cat's on the counter. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I thought the cat just needed to write a letter real quick, and you're know, like, here you go. She's, take this. She's
1: eating the butter.
0: <laughs> well, okay. Um, I think the biggest question that we can ask right now is, uh, how hardcore is Nicole Franzel going to fight for Ian? Does she truly think that she has the best chance to win in this game, with Ian also being in it? That's the question Aren't... that we
3: have to bring up. I think she'll fight for him because, I mean, that's one of Nicole. Like, who else has uh, Ian under their thumb? That's, like, Nicole's thing. She's been using him as, like, a bargaining chip in the game. Like, oh, don't worry about Ian. Don't target Ian. Like, I got Ian. Ian's going to do what I say. She's definitely going to go to bat for him. But I don't know if it will be successful.
0: She definitely has kind of the upper hand on Ian right now with the sake of she doesn't see Ian necessarily as her number one, but Ian sees her as his number one because he understands Correct. the dynamic of what he needs to win. And I think he really trusts Nicole right now. Obviously, like Roxy said, he trusts her a lot. But I really hope that this relationship with Franny pays off a little bit and that Franny might have a little bit mm-hmm. of, you know, a redeeming moment of this season so far just by warning Ian that he might well, go on the block. Think... But unless Ian doesn't already know it himself
1: um no he knows he knows don't you i mean i don't know
0: i feel like ian's gonna be paranoid no matter what so
1: well he's always paranoid is the thing
0: it's just a matter of how paranoid he feels with memphis and i think hopefully by tonight we'll have a little bit more of an idea of how paranoid he feels with memphis so that in the morning, we'll have a better idea of who is going to play in the safety suite competition. But mm-hmm. we, we can know for almost for certain, it's, this is going to be really interesting, because with the safety suite, are we going to see any members of the closers play just to save face? Because now we're getting to the point of, if you don't play, how are people going to view you? And that's the, that's the big question. Like, if Danny and Nicole and Tyler, And Cody all don't play in Christmas. How are people going to look at them? All right, as in their relationship to Memphis throughout the week, is that when the game of telephone starts to pay off because they're not directly ever with each other? It would be different if all six of them hung out a lot. So, is that game of telephone going to kind of pay off a little bit by them not competing, not looking so fishy? Or are we hoping that some people might start to spread some rumors about the dynamics of the game in relation to who plays in the safety suite and who doesn't?
3: Uh, I don't honestly know. The safety suite twist is like kind of weird in the sense that you only have three weeks to do it. So literally your options are compete this week or next week. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like if I'm Ian and I feel the slightest bit of worry, then I'm going to be competing because there's just so little... like. Like for example, Janelle and Casey like they felt worried in that moment. Just, just do it. You can only play it two other times. You might be H O H, one of them. So that only needs one more. I don't know. It's kind of like a weird twist, but I like it. I don't know. I can't really like predict the safety suite.
0: It is a hard thing to kind of work around, but I think the biggest thing is just gonna be how confident do those closers feel and. Uh, look being looked at in this game by not playing and also will we see anyone <laughs> try to play to keep certain players from winning if ian and bailey decide that they want to play are we going to see someone start also playing uh mm-hmm. to combat them a little bit i doubt it but right uh so. that's the interesting or- thing about the safety suite is that there's a little bit more dynamic to it and that you know exactly who's going to play and everything about it is public so you can kind of you have to analyze yourself a little bit socially and how confident do I feel and how confident do these other people feel in this game and why do they feel confident or why do they not feel confident? And I think it brings up a good little guessing game. I mean, right now I'm saying that, but next week it'd be like, this is the worst twist that's ever been invented in the history of big brother. But right now I'm still a little bit intrigued by it. And I'm curious to see how it might play out this week.
3: Um, What's interesting to me is like, he wants to nominate Ian and Bailey as of, yesterday i think right mm-hmm. so, or the day before um that's like I'm just not going to go over well and with his alliance overall because not only is nicole Franzel really good with ian you have bailey and that core for connect for i don't know which one she's in but cody and enzo probably aren't going to be crazy connect core. yeah um <laughs> cody and enzo probably aren't going to be crazy about bailey going up davon is she no she's not in the two closers but there's just people that are not going to be happy with these nominations and i'm gonna make a prediction that memphis is going to be in a worse spot by the end of the week than he started because i think he's going to just piss people off i don't n- i'm he hoping pisses you know...
1: people off Any, i mean yeah, like... he's
3: already pissed people off and i also think kevin might be in danger because kevin's whole campaign he kind of like shit talked Memphis like a lot in his campaigning, and was well, he's, like,
1: "Yeah, that's what I was gonna say earlier. Is, um, you know, Memphis. I mean, Kevin and Ian are, um, they got pretty close during the campaigning, um, and it really bonded over the fact that they both are intimidated by Memphis's, you know, his behavior. Sometimes he's he's grumpy." he is grumpy grumpy.
0: they don't turn off the lights for him it's 50 degrees he's got to bundle up he's got to get 10 layers on just to feel a little bit of warmth
1: uh (laughs) i mean he is he's a sagittarius
0: but i think memphis is already looked at just by people even in his alliance as being someone that's a little bit too aggressive already in this game and that he thinks he's running the show in a way so Mm -hmm. and that kind of ties
1: also is in a way well,
0: I mean, not yes. really, but I mean, he was the ringleader of the closers' alliance. We can say that mm-hmm. confidently, but I think he's a little bit overzealous in the fact that that's yes. going to be those are going to be five people that are completely committed to him.
1: Yeah, he well, well once again, he, um, he he is used to playing um, at, in a loyal you know, alliance. Like he's, he, he's not used to people not being loyal. He doesn't know how to deal with it. That's why he wanted to have an alliance where nobody ever had to meet. Right. You just assume <laughs> like we said it on day two, this lasts to the end, we're never talking again. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: We will learn learn ESL, we will take classes, and then uh, throughout the entire season, we will (laughs) come up with head signals that will initiate every single conversation.
1: Wait, did you say ASL or ESL?
0: I said ESL.
1: English as a second language?
0: Oh, wait, never mind, ASL. ASL. I
1: was like, wait, how... I'm so confused.
0: English is their first language. I bet ASL. Oh, God. This is American horrible. Sign Language. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> I already know quite a bit of sign language. I mean, Do you know e- recite.
0: Do you know English? Uh,
1: <laughs> I can recite all of the book Brown Bear, Brown Bear. Not recite. Re- resign. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh,
0: man. This, this has been an be unfortunate impressed. minute for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: I was like, "Wait, what?" I'm so confused right now. I wanted to love your joke, but I, I, <laughs> knew I didn't understand it. I was
0: so close yet so far. As I knew Dan- it was I- going
1: to be funny. As
0: Daniel just, would say right now, this is like a double negative. Uh, it's like a
3: double negative.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I don't know where to go from here. Wait, any more? Any I mean, more?
1: We're just recap. Like we're. That's pretty much it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've definitely almost recapped the entire episode uh, in the mix. Midst-
3: right. I feel like we need to talk about, for people who don't watch feeds that actually do come here for, like, the live feed update portion. Last night was such a mess between Davon, Danny, Christmas, and Janelle. Um, the, listen, the series of events is so... Because a lot of these conversations happen at the same time, and then they would, like, interchange partners... So it would be, like, Janelle and Davon talking while Bailey and Christmas are talking in the other room. And then, like, Davon and Bailey would switch spots. And then conversations were just, like, happening all over in, like, the same, like, hour of, like, time span. So it's really hard to follow in, like, a chronological order. But basically, um K-Star told Janelle that uh, Christmas – okay, sorry. k told Janelle that um, – Kevin was Kevin was who Cody wanted to stay. Um Janelle talks to Christmas and then somehow Davon gets into the mix and Davon talks to Janelle after that Christmas and Janelle talk which wasn't about game. It was just them talking. Um and it's like yeah, uh, Kevin is who Cody wants to stay. So um oh my gosh I'm getting so like lost in the series (laughs) it was a lot yeah I don't blame you for getting lost so then Devon is like wait how does uh Cody how does Janelle know that Cody wants Kevin to stay like this is a problem and apparently Christmas had mentioned something in the chat prior about how she was down for Gisha to stay if that's where the votes were going to and she'd prefer that so Janelle was like yeah like he uh christmas is down for um keisha to say like are you down and davon's like leading her on and just said yeah like i'm down like we can do this so and gives janelle like obviously lying to janelle yeah i can't
0: i I don't i can't believe davon did that either like i because it got way out of hand so so quickly
3: it literally spiraled so bad because then what happened next is that um so they're like okay well like we can get Bailey and like sh- uh Davon's like yeah like I can check with Bailey like I'm not sure if she knows information I don't yeah. know but like we'll talk with Bailey and like we'll figure it out and so Davon was like I'll talk to Bailey Janelle goes straight to Bailey <laughs> like doesn't even let Davon do the talking, and it's like uh, and then Christmas joins in and they're like listen we're trying to like maybe like Keisha can stay and Bailey's like oh, what? Keisha's staying now and she's like yeah Davon's on board. Bailey's like Davon's on board and long story short, this was a bunch of, like, telephone mixed with, like, Barrett, come here. Roxy, come here. Now, Roxy, Barrett talk. Now, I want to only talk to Roxy. Right. But then, Barrett, like, come in for this, like, part of this conversation. Oh, wait, now can we go to this room? Like, it was a bunch of, like, that kind of stuff happening. And the word got to C- Cody and, like, Enzo. And there was a comment made, like, Devon's doing too much. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, like, Devon's, like, starting to spiral again. Like, yeah. it's BB-18, yeah. Devon. And it was worrisome, like, at the beginning. So I'm kind of curious if people are going to, like, talk about it more during this week. And I'm kind of scared that Davon might become – I don't think she'll be in, like, immediate danger. But we need to, like, look out for Davon. Like, I think that could definitely happen.
0: Yeah, it was a night that kind of shocked me a little bit because I was like, I did not – like we we were commending Davon for not being the person. Like even though her reads have not been entirely accurate, we've kind of commended mm-hmm. her on not exactly doing too much. And then last night she did way too much. And I get that she wanted to kind of appease Janelle, but appeasing Janelle in a in a vote flip situation the night before you're supposed to have a unanimous vote, it just wasn't the setting. And I get she doesn't want to definitely be like, no, we're voting Keisha out. We've already decided. Uh, but it seems like she should have been a little bit more, I don't know, definitive about it. And maybe Janelle, I mean, I think Janelle was kind of just picking at anything that she could get at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. And I I guess I understand why Davon wasn't like, yeah, you know, I'm not entirely against it or whatever, but if you say that to Janelle the night before in eviction, it's going to go a little bit differently. But yeah, that was well, unfortunate. Well, Davon was
3: telling her that like, you know, like, I'm down, like I love Keisha, I'm a huge fan of Keisha. Like she was very like, seemed very down but she was She's doing like, it your... because she thought christmas was being shady but then she goes up to the H O H room and is like cody janelle's trying to flip the vote downstairs yeah. and i'm like but but you started that day <laughs> like, that was your doing so it's just gonna take a few people to compare notes to realize davon kind of went like loose cannon last night and i'm scared that it might come back to bite her
0: yeah who would have thought at the end of the first week we already have a moment where something might come back to bite dave on after being so high on her for the first seven days
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, yeah that was a little bit wild last night and then today wasn't really there wasn't really much to go over other than danny being mad that uh david and cody called her mean like in a very joking way she didn't like it and so oh, yeah, she had conversations with dan or with david and then with cody uh, with David, it was super awkward. I hated watching that conversation. Uh, because she was...
1: was, well, she, I mean, I get it. She probably, I mean, I hate to project on, but I feel like she probably has um, a pretty healthy fear of being the person that she dislikes the most in this world, which yeah. is her father. I mean, and what do people say about him? He's not a nice person. And so I think it probably bothers her more when people say that about her um, than it would the average person who doesn't have that history. However, she was being snarky. <laughs> like, I mean, what are you going to do? Like, sometimes when she jokes, it is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call her mean. I would just.
0: I would Kevin's- call her mead. <laughs> I would absolutely
3: call her mead. <laughs> no, I would
1: say Kevin. it's like more smart ass than yeah. anything.
3: No, yeah, da- well Daniel, that's we a-
0: No, Daniel, that's a great point. Her co- like when she talked to Kevin last night, that was mead. Like I mean it's a- What did she I- say to
1: him?
3: Oh my god, Roxy, she Okay, be be Kevin and try to come to me and be like, Do I have your vote? Just ask me.
1: Oh, we're role playing like playing? Yeah, right now? Yes. you're
3: Kevin, I'm Danny
1: uh hey danny do i have your
3: vote why do you keep asking me like why why are you asking me this like this is like the 20th time like you have my vote and i told you that so why do you think i'm gonna flip can you stop asking me <laughs> like it was literally, that like, was so exactly what it was and i was like jeez like, and God. he was like i'm he was like i'm sorry like no she's she's like well it's just like you you've asked me like so many times like can you stop i was like oh my god danny
0: and i'm not necessarily saying that danny being mean is not entertaining to me sometimes oh my god here we go uh here's that clip
1: i don't want to watch it i'm so sad (laughs) why do you keep asking me I've literally told everyone. Okay. Like I'm keeping you.
3: Oh no no no. Well,
1: I'm asking. Why do you keep asking
3: me? I will stop. I.
1: Because I like. I want you to know. Like I really like you, and I know. like I want you to be around, You're and really I feel my... very good about you. I feel. But I don't want you to think that. Like not feel good about me. No no no. no I do not. Okay. Because you keep asking me. I, don't want I know. Back. I totally get that. But don't ask. Don't okay. honestly ask Why do you keep asking? Me? <laughs> I didn't I did not think
3: that was mean. I'm sorry. It was so mean. It was catty. What? Come
0: on, Roxy. It, it was, mean. was mean. Admit it. It was mean. Roxy. I'm not we, gonna
1: know, admit
0: it. we know you think it was mean. I
1: was prepared to be pissed off and I'm not. I didn't think it was mean. Roxy.
0: It I was mean. It was, I thought it was, it was insensitive at the least.
1: I can go with insensitive. I can go with that.
0: I think rude I, I think rude. rude is a meaner comment to make than calling someone mean. Is that? I think rude that, is a little
3: less. Yeah. I
1: know. You can say somebody said something in a rude way. What are you talking Danny's about?
3: Danny's a mean girl.
0: <laughs> like, can you just not say that? Like, I just—it's I, a trigger word for me. <laughs> that was her yeah, conversation with David, I mean, and David was just like, I was just, you know, banter. Like, we could think of a different word. And I was like, oh, David, don't say this. Just say you're sorry. a
3: banner. That just says Danny's a mean girl.
0: Danny is a mean. <laughs> is a mean. I
1: will not participate in that. <laughs> Hashtag Why? Danny
0: is a mean. Okay.
1: I was going to be upset if she, like, don't talk to
0: Kevin. She's a, she's a like, member of the Cinnamon Girls Alliance. Okay.
1: <gasps> that oh is God. the I name. That's the name. Cinnamon. I like that.
3: Come on. But Danny's not in it because she'll write it out to Cody. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you noticed. Who said that, what? Danny? Uh, other Danny. I did Danny noticed my shirt. It is... All Danny's
3: are horrible in my book. <gasps> Kidding. Hugs.
1: No, this is my. Don't you forget. Simple Minds. Don't you forget about me from the Breakfast Club. We discussed this the other night. It's my favorite movie. No, it's not really my favorite movie, but it's my favorite song. But I do love the movie. Anyway, thanks for noticing. Made me happy. I no, I don't I don't think Danny's like I don't think she's mean. All so you time. say,
0: you don't so Roxy is very much hashtag Danny is not a mean. I'm very much hashtag Danny is a mean. I so,
1: think she um, was I think insensitive was a good word for it, but
3: Roxy. I feel
1: like I feel Roxy, why like Roxy, why are you
3: asking me? Why why are you asking me?
1: I don't think she said it like that.
3: Yeah, she, she, t- she, did, she okay, no it. you're
1: right she did say it like that but she immediately followed it up with like i just want you to know that i really 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 like you lies. and she, and and she wanted to make well, she sure it whole- listen it. she wanted to make sure that he wasn't asking her because he felt like there was no connection between them she's like why are you asking me that are you like feeling like because you know if he, if if we don't like each other, then maybe I am going to vote for you. I think that's was, kind of...
3: was she or was she not Halakana Sunday? I'm sorry. I just, I, <laughs> I'm just, I just like, what, did I say something wrong? Like, no, what? I just I saw something
1: pop up that I was like, what in the world? Anyway. Um... Sorry, that sidetracked me. I'm just, oh, No, God. I'm just making excuses for her because I don't want her to be me because I like her. Because I like her, but I was prepared to be really pissed off about the Kevin thing, but I didn't Danny think it was that fans.
3: bad.
1: I didn't think it was that
3: bad. Um, Danny stands. What are you going to do?
0: I don't know. I don't know what else to go over tonight. I don't know if there's really much else we can go over.
3: Yeah, That's pretty much it. Nothing really happened. They just locked down. Oh, and to finish up kind of like the drama from last night, it was never like... Uh, ironed over last night. They went to bed still really confused and woke up this morning and they kind of just had a conversation with Davon and Janelle. And I was just like, Yeah, like he should have, like, doesn't have the votes. Like, it sucks. Sorry. Davon's
0: like, Darn, I really thought we could do it. Man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, oh, something important to note though this morning, Davon, I'm actually very curious that this is going to come back to by her because she had no, like, she didn't have to do this. She said, she like penned it on Danny and Christmas. Did y'all see that? Well, yes. but and then when
1: she Yes. But then when she was um talking to Danny, she was just trying to pin it just on Christmas to Danny, which I was like
3: It's weird. I, I didn't We well, gotta get some authority. stories
1: straight. Like you lie if you want to, but you've got to keep your stories straight and stick to it. When you are changing your stuff up according to who you were talking to. This does not work well. Don't do that. It's,
3: especially when you go upstairs and tell Cody and Enzo it's all Janelle. And then you go to Christmas. I guess she didn't go to Christmas, yeah. but you go to Danny, it's Christmas, but then go to Janelle, it's Danny and Christmas. Like that's bound to like come back.
0: It's true. Uh yeah. I don't I don't know if that will necessarily come back. It seems like a small blip of a vote thing that I don't know they'll mm-hmm. ever like necessarily bring it up again. But it's just like man, why does Skate on thin ice for a half a second, Davon? Um, <laughs> and then be the one to go tell Keisha that she doesn't have the votes. Like, <laughs> like, uh, and now
3: Keisha's thinking that what's sad is that like Keisha thinks that like Davon was like wanting to keep her the whole time, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. oh well. Oh well. We will not see Keisha back in that house, it sounds like.
3: Uh, so. Oh, she's coming. Make room for <laughs> Miss Keisha. She's not coming back she's coming back she's not that's coming why back. julie was like stay over there and wear your mask because you're going back in <laughs> it, it, it cut out
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess we get, we'll get that into the deleted scenes and then she'll be back in the house on the feeds uh we also we got the all the house guest introductions uh as a deleted scene on the big brother youtube channel i don't know if you ever saw that like where they all introduce themselves around in the circle um Mm. that's on this that's on the big brother youtube channel so if you guys want to go watch four minutes of each house guest saying which season they're from and uh talk about how many kids that they have you can go watch that um (laughs) it's not really worth it but that's why i don't but i mean other than that um i don't know i don't know what to talk about I, I i
1: think i think that's it because well, it's like I said, everything leading up to, um, you know, the, the live eviction tonight, like we're all pretty much caught up. There are some things that are happening right now, but, um, we'll, we'll do all of that on the next podcast.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what we'll do every podcast. Every time there's something that, uh, we want to pretend like we're going to get to it, we'll just be like, ah, next podcast. Right. And then we'll never get to it. Uh, it's our, it's our unforgiving promise. So yeah, we'll end this episode. Uh, thank you everyone who watched. Thank you for everyone who was in the chat. If you didn't catch this live, um, comment anything that uh, we missed or if you just want to yell at us. Um, if you want to join our Facebook group where we talk to your brother 24 7, that link is in the description below. If you want to join our live feed chat, go to the CBS All Access live feeds and look for our reality. We're in there. If you want to follow any of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett. Roxy's at Roxy underscore Hotman. And Daniel's at Daniel Icon Brown. Uh, Other than that, if you want to listen to Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform, please go find us on there if that makes it easier for you to listen to us. This episode will be on there in about an hour or so, I would say. But other than that, thank you guys for watching again. And we will be back for our next live feed recap very soon. Probably tomorrow at some point. Maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Um, It's kind of... Uh, a toss up on sometimes having those, but we'll try our best anyway. Bye, guys.
3: Bye. Bye.